0: The Boston Celtics have won six in a row, and Jason Tatum is knocking on that superstar door, and I'm going to talk about it on this Monday Locked On Celtics. Millie, yeah. let's go. Rain Jay's back with the vengeance. back, All the real Celtics fans in attendance. Woo. This is the truth like 34. Yeah. It's like walking in the garden when you hear the roars Hey there, welcome back to the Locked On Celtics podcast. Thank you for making this show part of your daily routine. Whatever it is that you're doing right now as you listen to this show, whether through your headphones or on a speaker, in the shower, in the car, I just appreciate that you are taking time to include me and in this podcast in your day. Thank you very much for doing that. I'm John Corrales. I cover the Boston Celtics for Boston Sports Journal. Please subscribe to Boston Sports Journal. I've also written a book called the Boston Celtics All-Time All-Stars. That is available everywhere books are sold. I'm going to be doing a book signing on the 29th, a virtual event. If you want to attend that, I have that information on my social channels. Uh, Also, big announcement. I've, I've announced this on social media, but Lockdown Celtics Podcast going to YouTube soon. This week. I'm going to do it this week. We're going to start with a YouTube show. Basically, A simulcast type of thing, just like when you watch your, you know, a a radio show on on TV. We're gonna, I'm gonna simulcast. I'll record video, and this podcast will now be available, however you're listening, or on YouTube. So, just another option if you want to tune in or add it to whatever, however you want to do it. Just another option for you, new something new that we're doing here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. So. Look out for that. In today's show, I'm going to be talking about the, uh, the Golden State game and the, the big duel between Jason Tatum and uh, Steph Curry. And then I'll talk about this fourth quarter. The Boston Celtics' fourth quarters have been uh, a, a lot better, let's just say. I'm going to talk about that in the second segment. And then segment three, the superstar label for Jason Tatum. Are we ready to give that to him? I've been hesitant, and I've explained why. I think he's knocking on the door. I'm going to be talking about that in segment three. Today's show is brought to you by Rock Auto Reliably Low Prices. Uh, all the parts your car will ever need and an amazing selection. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. So The Boston Celtics on Saturday night got their sixth straight win beating the Golden State Warriors in a tight battle, 119-114, tied going into the fourth. Celtics outscored uh, the Warriors by five, obviously, in the in the fourth quarter. It was a back-and-forth thing. Tatum out-dueling Steph Curry. It was just an amazing game to watch. Jason Tatum, 44 points on 16 of 25 shooting, 5 of 9 from 3, 7 of 8 free throws. Then Steph Curry, 47 points on 15 of 27 shots, 11 of 19 from three. (laughs) Wow. Six of eight free throws, seven Seven rebounds, three assists uh, for Steph. This was a battle, a heavyweight battle. It started out slow. Celtics were very much in that first game back after a West Coast swing mode. They looked slow they did not they did not have it early but Tatum did and was very much carrying the Celtics until the rest of the guys caught up 13 points in the first quarter matching curry and Tatum scored a couple early but then curry went on a run and it looked like okay this is this is curry on another level but Tatum had a big run at the end of the first quarter to to get that close and and to keep it close and to nearly match Curry. And then he outdid Curry in the second quarter. He had 10 in the second. Curry had eight. So they were just going back and forth. This wasn't one. It wasn't exactly like a, you know, I'll score, you score type of thing, but they were, they were just going back and forth. Now Curry had 16 in the third quarter. And Tatum had nine, but at that point, Kemba Walker joined in the in the action, and he had nine, three three pointers early on in that to uh, help the Celtics uh, and, and t- kind of add some balance. And then in the fourth quarter, it was Tatum scoring twelve, out-dueling Curry who had nine, eight points in the quarter for Kemba Walker, and then Jabari Parker of all people was was pitching in in this game, but. The story of this game is obviously Tatum. Uh, he he did a, a wonderful job. I'm, I'm going to save a lot of the Tatum talk for the third third segment. Uh, so this is the sixth straight win. Uh, on Sunday, Atlanta, New York, Miami all won. So the standings are still a little bunched up. I was hoping that the Celtics would would get a little bit of a break, but Atlanta has now moved back into a tie with the Celtics so Atlanta with the tiebreaker is technically the 4th seed the Knicks are a half game back Miami 2 games behind Boston so still bunched up the you know Miami won on a last second shot New York won on a comeback the Hawks won on a comeback or, or not a, actually it was the other way around really the Pacers were coming back and the Hawks uh closed them out but they they had a big run I should say to close their game the Knicks had a big run to close their game so uh, a lot of uh, a lot of not help from other teams here. In fact, Charlotte beat Portland, so Charlotte stays 3 games back of Boston. And with where are we now? 15 games to go. There's still enough room here for something to go wrong and for Boston to slide a little bit. Now, they're not going to slide all the way out of the playoffs because the Pacers are, are at this point, three, uh, no wait, four and a half games back, and Chicago, who the Celtics face on Monday night, is, they're in the 10th seed, they're in that last playing game, tied with Washington, they are, the Celtics have seven and a half games on those teams, so they're not gonna, the Celtics are not gonna fall completely out of the playoffs, it's just a matter of seeding, so, but still, I still think the Celtics will finish fourth, but there's there's time for things to go uh, awry. A uh, Kemba Walker in uh, the Golden State game, bringing it back to the, the game. Still, you know, I don't know that Kemba. I don't know what Kemba's going to be moving forward. But uh, he had he had a good game. Twenty six points, nine of twenty shooting, four of eleven from three. The percentages are are there. He had that big shot, that big dagger. At the end of the game, he was a huge reason why at the beginning of the second half, why the Celtics were building up a lead and and things looked bad. If it wasn't for Steph Curry, then the Celtics looked like they were about to run away with it. It's nice to see that Kemba without Jalen Brown. Look, no Jalen in this game, no Evan Fournier, no Robert Williams. This was the the Celtics needed this. They were very shorthanded in this. In fact, Marcus Smart's game was. I don't like the way Marcus Smart plays when he feels like he has to make up for the loss of you know Jalen and Evan Fournier. He was clearly he said he was rushing shots. He was jacking shots like crazy. He was not playing well for most most of the game offensively. but then at the end he was doing you know reverts back to Marcus smart. he settles in he gets a huge offensive rebound late ends up hitting a three pointer where he takes like literally 3 full seconds. He fakes the pass to the top of the key and then no one goes out to him. So he just sits there and pauses. And then literally after 3 full seconds takes the shot. Almost felt like that Charles Barkley swing where the golf swing where he like starts to come down and he just kind of pauses for a second and I was like okay Marcus and I don't like when shooters do that. I I think when you catch it, you shoot in rhythm. And in fact, when a guy has that much time, what I like a guy to do is take a dribble. Just take a dribble and get that little rhythm to get your shot up. Because that's that's a more natural feeling. But Marcus drilled it. That was a huge shot. And, and that was a, a big part of... Uh, they, they really needed that. Like I said before, Jabari Parker made his debut. Five of six shooting... Eleven points. He had four rebounds, all offensive rebounds. He did have two turnovers, which he had like immediately. He gets in the game immediately, turns the ball over twice, but he did a decent job offensively. Defensively, he looked very bad. He was not good, um, and I don't think that you're gonna. You should expect more Jabari Parker. Before the game, Brad Stevens said that they signed him for a long-term plan that they have a they want to be patient with him he's look he's 26 they have ideas for him okay let's see i don't buy it i think that he's he's a guy right now that adds some level of competency at the end of the bench i think after that lakers debacle the celtics clearly wanted someone that Maybe was a little bit more of a proven player, and look, Jabari Parker is is not he's had his his struggles for sure, but he at least you know that he can he can put the ball in the basket. So uh, at the end of the bench, all right, fine. I am sure that the that second year is non guaranteed with some trigger dates that will uh, kick in some some guarantee if he sticks around. We'll see. But again, with no Jalen, with no Evan Fournier, with no Robert Williams, this isn't like they didn't have Grant and Shemi Augolet and Jabari got the time and he he might get the time over those guys. All three of those guys are are gonna risk losing a fair amount of time when the Celtics are full strength and Evan Fournier's back, which we're gonna see. Like Fournier's out uh against the Bulls. Uh Jalen is sick, non-COVID. He is questionable. Uh, Tatum has some sort of ankle thing. He's going to play, but I don't. It's great that Jabari Parker made a contribution. Uh, he might be a DNP for the next game, and maybe he he won't be. Maybe against Chicago, if the Celtics can take advantage of this, there's no Zach Levine. He's in health and safety protocol. If the Celtics can take advantage of this and play and blow out the Bulls and and have fourth quarter garbage time, then great. Then Jabari can get in there and and work and, and maybe try to do something. But short of that, I don't think that he's he's gonna get a ton of time moving forward. So all right, that is the Golden State game. Coming up next, the the fourth quarters. Boston Celtics have turned their fourth quarters around, and that is a big, big part of why they are suddenly feeling some success. Now, if you are hiring, you know how hard it is to have success when you're searching for somebody that, you know, does this resume, is this resume real? Are the people that I'm talking to, what's, what's their story? It's so hard to hire somebody. I know. I've had to do it. So getting up hiring partner that makes your life easier is... Imperative. So check out Indeed. It's the job site that makes hiring as easy as one, two, three. Post, screen, and interview all on Indeed. This is so, I wish I had this. Get your quality shortlist of candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description faster. Only pay for the candidates that meet your must have qualifications, schedule and complete video interviews. In your Indeed dashboard, it makes connecting with and hiring the right talent fast and easy with tools like Indeed Instant Match, giving you quality candidates whose resume on Indeed fits your job description immediately and Indeed skills tests that on average reduces hiring by twenty hiring time by 27%. You take 27% less time to hire somebody? Man, that's incredible. Uh, according to Talent S, Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined. If you are hiring, you need Indeed. Get started right now with a a free $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash locked. Get a $75 credit at Indeed.com slash locked. Indeed.com slash locked. Offer valid through June 30th. Terms and conditions apply. While you're cruising through indeed grab a built bar snack on that while you're cruising through all of those resumes because built bar is a great healthy snack it is the most delicious protein bar you will ever have I guarantee that this is unlike any other protein bar you've ever had and I love it I think this is gonna be something that you would enjoy as well tons of flavors If you have a nut allergy, no problem. They've got non-nut flavors to take care of you. If you're on a keto diet, these work. And when you listen to some of these flavors like carrot cake and cookies and cream and banana bread, it's hard to believe, but they are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, okay? I've, they send me some from time to time because that's what advertisers do. They'll send you some free stuff. But that's not enough for me. I spend my own money to go and buy more because I know what I want, and I want to make sure that I'm fully stocked. So if I'm spending my own money and I still get some of those for free, then that tells you how good they are. So you should go check them out. Don't even go crazy. Go use the promo code lock 15 Check out one, get one box of the assorted protein bars. Just get one box. Use the promo code lock 15 You're going to get 15% off. Don't worry about burning the the coupon code. You can use it as often as you want. So go back to builtbar.com. After you figure out which flavors you like, stock up. Use that promo code LOCKED15. Get 15% off that next order. Stock up. Get your favorites. Figure out which ones you like. I'm telling you, you're going to love them. So check them out. Builtbar.com. Promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your next order. Be sure to follow our social channels, LO Celtics on Twitter and Locked On Celtics on Instagram. Tons of sports news out there. Get all of the big stories that you need in less than 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. It's got Peter Burkowski hosting, and he brings in the local experts from across the Locked On Podcast Network to get you up to date on all the biggest sports stories. So follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app wherever you get your podcasts. So obviously if you're listening to this podcast, you are aware of the Celtics history this season. You're not you're not just a casual fan who's just, "Oh, how are the Celtics doing?" Podcast listeners, you you're in. You're in deep. And so, you know that the Celtics have had problems in the fourth quarter. And one of the big hallmarks of this turnaround is that their fourth quarter performance has been Phenomenal. If you go back to before the All-Star break and after the All-Star break, before the All-Star break, the Celtics lost uh, 16 fourth quarters. 16 fourth quarters that they lost before the All-Star break. Four of those by 10 or more points. Since the All-Star break, seven. So cut in less than half so far. Only two by 10-plus And only twice in April. And one of those was the Lakers and that massive bench, like third unit, uh, third string collapse. So that almost doesn't even count. The Celtics, before the All-Star break in fourth quarters, were shooting 44.6%. They had an offensive rating of 109 and a net rating of minus 5.7. So... Offensive rating is 109. How many points would you score per 100 possessions? It's, it's a way to level things out. Uh, Post-All-Star break, their shooting percentage has gone up from 44.6 to 47.7. They were 20th in the league. Now they're third since the All-Star break. Offensive rating goes up from 109 to 117.8, and the net rating is plus 10 since the All-Star break. How about drilling it down even further? In April... They're shooting 49.5%. Their offensive rating is 120, and their net rating is plus 17.5. So those numbers paint a very simple picture. Celtics are shooting well. They're scoring more than their opponents, and they're holding their opponents defensively. They're playing well on both ends of the floor. A plus 17.6 net rating is wild. That's an insane number. <laughs> How about the fact that they're third? <laughs> that, that, that's an even bigger number. Uh, but it was, the by the way, the Clippers and the Raptors. The fourth quarter has obviously been an issue. And the fact that the Celtics are able to turn this around is a sign of that continuity coming together. Why are the Celtics all of a sudden... Is it because they found that resolve? Is it because Brad Stevens is suddenly a good coach and wasn't a good coach before? No, you want to know why these guys are playing better in the fourth quarter? It's because they're playing together. Individually they are all all of the core guys are all shooting all of their numbers are trending way up. Why? Why are those guys playing? better Brad Stevens has said hey look we're healthier and that that contributes to this and hate to make it sound like an excuse but it's not an excuse and it's not because people want to say and there are there are doubters or whatever especially the idiots on radio who will be like no excuses you've heard me rail against the no excuses crowd before but when you go back to the first half of the season, why were those numbers so bad? Well, Kemba Walker came back in, late, in mid-January. By the time he came back and started the season, Jason Tatum was already in the health and safety protocol. When Jason Tatum came out, he came out on a back-to-back, and, and Kemba was inactive. Two games later, Marcus Smart strained his calf against the Lakers, and was out for a month. They basically the core four guys, Tatum, Brown, Kemba, Smart only got like 3 minutes together in fourth quarters. That like nothing. No time together. Meanwhile, Tatum when he finally when they did was coming off of COVID. Kemba was still fi- finding himself. Marcus was out for a month and trying to get back up to speed. With the calf injury, and Jalen Brown, by the way, still dealing with with the soreness in the in the knee. So, funny thing when now in the second half of the season, all of them are playing more regularly. There haven't been as many back to backs. Now all of a sudden, there have been forty minutes since the uh, break of fourth quarter time with these with these guys, the core four guys. In 21 games since the break. Now, there have been games where Kemba has missed a couple because of the, the back-to-back, and Tatum's missed one, and Jalen's missed a couple, and so they haven't played in all. So there's like, what, 17, 16 games together, and some of those were blowouts and whatever. So, But 40 minutes compared to like a couple from the first half, and these guys are healthier. Tatum is further away from his COVID diagnosis says he's almost 100% Kemba's feeling better played 38 minutes against the Warriors Marcus Smart playing better now finally looking more like himself all of a sudden these guys are getting more minutes together and wouldn't you know it good players playing together and playing when they're healthier that turns into success what more do you want these guys were always good players When you saw something earlier this season that was such a ridiculous outlier, instead of taking that as, oh, wow, these guys suck now, maybe you understand that it was a completely ridiculous outlier. Now, we're flipping the other way. The April performances are, are so insane that those are going to have to level off as well. But that even doesn't matter. Like Tatum in April is shooting 56.3%, 64.3% from three. That's not going to sustain itself. Jalen Brown's up to 53, almost 54% shooting. That's going to level off. Marcus Smart's up to 46.7% shooting, uh, in fourth quarter. These are fourth quarter numbers, by the way, uh, in April. And Kemba's up to about 44. Each guy has improved. The lowest improvement, I think, is Kemba. No, the lowest improvement was Brown by 8%. Everyone else has improved by double digits in their fourth quarter shooting. Like, that's meaningful. They they have it in them. This will level off, but hey, playoffs come around. Less travel, more game planning, more strategic, uh, you know, Plans for you know matchups for the other team. Celtics are in a good spot. They're actually we're seeing the turnaround. It makes sense. Fourth quarters have been fantastic. Jason Tatum has been beyond fantastic. And I think he's right there knocking on that door of superstardom. And I'm gonna talk about that next. This show is brought to you by Bet Online. Betonline is the fastest, easiest way to To bet on all your sports action, got NBA, baseball, hockey, all of that in in full swing now, and sports around the world. If you don't want to bet on sports, you can go to Bet Online and bet on awards, TV shows, reality, reality TV. Sure, why not? It's all there with real time updated odds, props on just about everything that you can imagine. Head on over to the website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device. Sign up today with the promo code LOCKEDON, and you're going to get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So if you deposit $100, you'll get a $50 uh, welcome bonus. That's how that works. 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. With the promo code LOCKEDON, BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it is free to sign up. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Please gamble responsibly. Make sure you're subscribed to Locked On Celtics wherever you get podcasts or follow us on Spotify. The NBA Draft will be here before you know it, and you want full coverage that you can't get anywhere else. You need the Locked On NBA Draft podcast. Scouting reports, rumors, mock drafts, all of that stuff. Four days a week from credentialed draft experts. Follow Locked On NBA Draft on the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Jason Tatum has taken another step forward. And if he can maintain this, this level of play is superstar stuff. This is a stretch where, just put a pin in it, as I wrote on Boston Sports Journal. Just put a pin in this stretch. Put a pin in this Golden State Warriors game. Because this could be... A point, when we look at mile markers in a person's career, those, those spots where they, they've clearly hit something, hit another stride, taken another step forward. This is where Jason Tatum may be taking a step forward. Steph Curry after the game said of Tatum, you can tell the game has slowed down for him just in the way he picks and chooses his spots and how he manages the game. He's shooting the ball a lot better from the perimeter, but when that game slows down, that's when you become lethal. Steph Curry saying Jason Tatum is becoming lethal. So, in over his last 13 games, this is the stretch for Tatum, 29.5 points per game, 51% shooting, 41.5% on three-pointers, 91.3% on free throws. So over his last 13 games, which is 25% of the season for him, 50, 40, 90. That's the magical number. 50, 40, 90 seasons are rare. Having that stretch at all for any stretch of the season is obviously very, very good. He's never had a full month where he's gone 50, 40, 90. And he's only gotten to 50% shooting in three months, three other months in his career The other one came this season. So two this season, and then two over the course of his other few years. So Jason Tatum is starting to take that next step. But it's not just that he's doing this, not just that he's shooting well. The Jason Tatum superstar leap is involving attacking the basket. It's involving getting to a place on the floor where you want to go and no one can stop you. I've had this conversation with Tom Westerholm. I remember having it with him. Uh, I think it was on this podcast. I don't know if it was on this one or his, but maybe it was just a private conversation. Whatever it was, I'll say. put it right here again. The true superstars are the guys who get the shots they want where they want, when they want, no matter what you do, they find a way to get those shots. Now, they don't always make them. It's not about making them, actually. It's about saying, I want to get to the rim right now. And I've set my game up. I've orchestrated this game where I have you doing what I want you to do. Now I've talked about manipulating the game and that's superstardom. That involves not just the talent to do it, but the mentality to do it. Because not every great basketball player has that mentality. Not every great basketball player has the ability to plan out the games to say, okay, I've set this guy up this way. Now I know if I want to go to this spot, I got to hit him with this move because I've been going, let's say, to the right. Every time we've run this play, I've been going to the right, I've been I've been using the screen this way, I've been getting here. And when it comes time to it in the fourth quarter when I need to do something to to get a bucket, I'm going to hit him with this fake and this crossover and use and have his Tendencies work against them. Players just think this game... Superstars think this game through differently. And they might do something in the second quarter that they know, okay, I'm going to do it this way, but I'm doing it this way to set up my fourth quarter move. As opposed to like a normal basketball player who's just like, how can I get open? Great, I'm open. All right, I'll shoot it. Like... Tatum is starting to really – when we say slow down, when the game slows down, he is really starting to see the patterns and the ability to take the defense and be like, you know what? All right, on, on this play, I'm going to be able to get myself a three. On this play, I'm going to be able to get myself a drive. On this play, I'm going to be able to target this defender. Like that kind of stuff. And we're starting to see him do, do it with the passes. And I remember having a conversation last season on this podcast about Tatum and Doncic and the difference between Tatum and Doncic and the, the Doncic ability to manipulate guys to set up his passes that I know if I'm going to do X, Y, and Z, the defense is going to react and I'm going to do that simply because I want to get this guy a shot in the corner. Tatum is starting to show that ability as well, looking guys off, setting up uh, a situation. And Nikias Duncan did a great job highlighting this on on Twitter. Uh, he he does a, Nikias does a great job with with his analysis. So, uh, but he he put out a video with Tatum making a behind-the-back pass to Tristan Thompson a couple games ago and broke it down where Tatum set up a move, got by his defender with a spin. This I think this was the Lakers game. Got by, I think it was Kuzma with a spin. Like All of a sudden, it's like crossover. Boom. You're in front of me. Nope. Now you're on my hip. Like, just in an instant, you're on my hip. <laughs> and then another move, drawing in the defender's actually looking to an open shooter in the corner to move a guy further away and to draw the attention to I am making this pass and then all of a sudden, boop behind the back, drop off to Tristan who finished the play that's that's superstar level stuff and not every player is a superstar right away you have the LeBrons who come into the league, who are physically gifted, and you say, all right, that guy, very obvious. Very obvious he's going to be a future star. Like, keep an eye on this guy. You have a guy like Doncic who comes from Europe and all of a sudden he has this knack for the game, maybe because he's been playing for so long, but he does. He just naturally, he's good. He's just a naturally good player. Jokic is, doesn't even look like he should be a good basketball player, but... Jesus, man, What the stuff that he does on the floor. Like Those guys, it can be obvious right away. Different players develop differently. And Tatum has grown. You look at the pictures of him now. I mean, that dude is jacked. He's been putting on the the muscle that he's needed. It was the first thing that Danny Haynes was saying. You need to add the muscle. Well, now he's added the muscle. And he knows how to work with it now. He's got these huge, broad shoulders. Now he can watch all the Paul Pierce film and figure out, like, on that spin move, position your shoulder one way, just the natural spin is going to push that guy onto your hip. Now, now you're playing 5 on 4. The guy in your hip doesn't even matter anymore. Like unless you want to pull up and have him foul you and you want to game the system, but that kind of stuff takes him a little while to get there. You know that that year with Kyrie, that that changed the the course of his development. Things happen, having COVID this year. All these little things, the last season, maybe this this bit would have pushed into the playoffs last season if we didn't have the postponements. Like who knows? It's been weird. So Tatum, I I don't know what's going to happen because he could revert back to some of the old stuff, but the fadeaways... The mid-range fadeaways and stuff, those are severely minimized in this stretch. He is knocking on the door. The only thing that he needs to do to walk through it is keep doing this. Honestly, just keep doing this. Because he's this level of play over the last dozen or so games of attacking and, and scoring at all three levels and getting to the line more often and being able to be a puppeteer out there this is the guy this is the guy that changes the course of a franchise's history this level of player he's not there yet because he's not doing it consistently consistently enough yet he has the ability to get there he needs to do it for he basically needs to do it from now on like he's not going to have awesome games all the time but like he just needs to play like this forever <laughs> like this is you want to be a superstar now this is it but we're seeing it he's got the formula down I'm looking forward to seeing what he does um, uh, look Chicago on, on Monday night here is going to be I don't think it should be a tough game this should be a game that the Celtics win but also they got two days off after this and they got Phoenix staring at them on Thursday night hopefully this isn't a trap game and the Celtics don't come out like lazy Looking past the Bulls, which is very easy to do. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, And I will be back uh, after the Bulls game to record a post game podcast. So make sure you're subscribed if you have not subscribed yet. If you are a regular listener, please drop a five star rating and good written review if you can on uh, Apple Podcasts, especially. Uh, or Google Podcasts. Actually, I don't know if Google allows that anymore, but whatever. If you can, you can. If you can't, then just share the podcast and tell your friends that they should be listening to the Locked On Celtics podcast here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making Locked On Celtics the number one Boston Celtics podcast on the planet.